Hey, it's Chef Carla, and welcome to Cooking is the New Healthy. This is a podcast about how we cook, how we eat, and how we show up in our real lives. I am at Chef Carla underscore C on Instagram. That's where I hang out most. And if you don't know me, I'm a food stylist, photographer, health coach, and mama. And I'm also the founder of Cook and Chop Online Cooking School. This podcast is completely unedited, and I ask some questions about food and some tips and tricks about showing up again in our real lives. Today's guest is Carolyn Herforth, and Carolyn and I have worked personally together. I was one in one of her group coaching programs, and she's just an overall badass. You're just a badass, and you call people out on their bullshit, including me. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself, who you are, and how you serve the world. Thank you so much for being with me. Oh gosh, hi. You know, I, you know, I will go to the ends of the earth for you, Chef Carla. You're one of my favorites. Um, yeah, so just quickly, what I do is when I'm not uh, doing my part to flatten the curve, I am either out hiking the Hudson Valley with my favorite Irishman. Or when it comes to business stuff, I work shoulder to shoulder with six and seven figure business owners who want to get to their next level of growth. Oftentimes they're bored, they're, they're frustrated, they're ready to hand stuff off to their team, and they're looking for a new challenge and a new thing to create and birth again. Um, because they love the creation process. So, um, and they come to me because I love, like I can spot the opportunities. I can look at the entire person and their body of work and who they are and their experiences. And then just say, have you ever thought of offering this? Have you ever thought of doing that? So I love helping women create revenue streams. You love to offer as much as your ideal clients love to buy an experience. That's amazing. All right, I'm going to get into food really quickly. Okay. Because I just love these answers and I've, I've been having some really incredible conversations with other entrepreneurs about what they're doing right now. So in, we're in the middle of a pandemic and I would love to know what was your last meal and just about eating in general would be awesome because I know that you cook. Mm -hmm. Well, I have been cooking. I mean, a lot more in the past couple of months. So my last meal was lunch. I had actually, there wasn't really any food in the house. So I had a sandwich with ham, avocado, and tomato on it. And the most amazing whole grain bread. It's so, so, so good. Um, worth the fact that it's about a dollar a slice. So yummy. Um, so that's what I had for lunch and an apple. That's what I had for lunch. And the way I've been approaching food during the pandemic is actually, you know, I live Upper West Side of New York. So I'm used to ordering out, taking out, eating out. And um, I usually eat two things. Like I usually eat breakfast. At home. I always have breakfast at home. Um, usually lunch or dinner. So now instead of two meals home a day, I'm having three meals home a day. And um, I'm staying in Yonkers during this with my Irishman, and uh, it's not exactly known for its, uh, you know, food. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of Irish bars and pubs, and you know, totally. so we just we just been cooking in, and it's been fun. We're trying to get out of our rut and try new things. I love it. 
I love it. We're going to get right into, because I really want your brilliance and I will say brilliance because I just love your perspective on showing up. And I know that you have some juicy tips for us and how we can do that. So I'm just going to let you riff. Usually it's three, but I think you have five, maybe. I've got five things. And I mean, yeah, I probably have 80 things, but we have things. let's see how we do. Let's see. Right, cool. Let's do this. Um, I, so I think we first need to start by acknowledging the obvious, which is that this is not the 2020 any of us expected. We all th thought this was going to be the year, oh. um, but it has been a bit of a nightmare for people. And, but here we are, right? You know, it is what it is. And um, what you resist persists, as they say. And so it's just like, okay, I think we've all accepted, you know, this is our situation. Yeah. And a lot of people are looking at, how to change things up to get different clients, new clients, whatever it is. And I know not all of your listeners are business owners, but that's who I work with. So that's the context in which I, totally. um, and really what small business owners need to do is survive. That's like, you have to find a way to survive because if you don't survive short term, there's not going to be a long term in the picture in terms of your business. So the first thing you need to do is get smart about survival by keeping your cash and energy flowing and, and knowing how to best leverage your time and experience and, and energy and assets to help others. And, you know, our, as consumers and business owners, our needs are changing. Like yeah. I'm hiring people today that I may not have thought to hire two months ago, three months ago. Yeah. Um, but because there are things I want to change in my business as a result of all of this, I'm choosing different things to invest in, in my business. So I, I just think it's really important for everyone to understand before I even start getting into the, the, these five tips, um, mindset resets is just, you deserve to know exactly how to leverage your experience and your time and your assets. And you deserve to know that you're contributing to the collective calm, not just your own calm, but the yeah. calm of the people you serve. And you deserve to see the opportunity that's right under your nose, that nose that you've been so carefully trying to avoid, like scratching and itching and, you know, keeping your hands away from it and really deserve to step back into being the, the kick-ass business owner or, or business leader or woman or mom or whoever's listening to it from that perspective. Yeah. This, let's see how things, uh, you know, pan out. It's, I just don't think that's the, I think it's good to observe. I think it's good to watch, but I don't think someone can be sitting back on their heels and expect to survive. Yeah. Um, through this. So I just, and also I really think that late night worry that can be replaced by solid sleep. Like I just think everyone deserves a good night's sleep. Right. Yeah. Um, and I know, you know, my sleep hack of, of instead of fighting, like I just said about the, what you resist kind of like expands. Yeah. Um, and so there's this little bonus sleep hack I'll share with you, which is when you're lying down, if you're having a hard time falling asleep or if you get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and you can't fall asleep and you're like, Oh, why can't I sleep? That's creating more not sleeping. And so what, um, 
I figured out earlier this year was if I just lie there and just go, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful to be resting right now and just be thankful for resting and not worry about anything else. I swear, you're just out like that. You're out like a light. And I know you've tried it and used it, right? I have tried it and it does work. It works yeah. for me. It works for me, especially when I'm getting, actually last night at 3 a.m., woken up by a toddler and I'm like, okay, I'm grateful for resting. Yeah. And like nine times out of 10, it really does work. And I'm, I'm a person that like has to get up and tend to this little person's needs, mm -hmm. you know, this little one's needs. So sometimes it does wake me really up and using your tip, I fall asleep. Yeah. It's a great hack. I'm, I'm so grateful. And you're right. Sometimes it doesn't work because there have been maybe one or two times during the pandemic where I've just been like, oh my God, I just want to sit and think about it <laughs> and I want to obsess and I just let myself. And it's not even the pandemic I'm obsessing about. It's probably something related to it, but I just, I mean, I really wanted to set the stage before getting into what these five mindset resets are, yeah. because I think we need to remember we deserve rest. We deserve abundance. We deserve a good life. And so in case anyone was listening to this thinking, well, you know, no, you deserve it. And here are a few things that you can do or reframe or reset in order to put yourself in a position to that. So, um, so the first thing I want to talk about as it relates to that is just all the conflicting advice that's out there. I mean, I swear, even the CDC got in on the confusion, you know, the whole, you don't need a face mask. Oh, face, you know, like everybody's now wearing face masks. Well, not everybody, but that's a different talk. So, but you know, there was a lot of confusion around that. And apparently becoming a pandemic health expert and school teacher overnight isn't confusing enough for us already. So, you know, but then you look around, it's like, if your favorite coaches and business advice, who you, that you like your go-tos is conflicting, it, it just adds to the confusion. You know, if you, your favorite colleague or influencer or armchair experts, if they're doling out confusing or opposing points of view, it's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, like soon, pretty soon we're going to shut down. It's like, do this, don't do this. Don't you dare try that. And everyone means well, like we're all giving, I'm giving advice right now. You know, some people like, well, nobody, somebody said the opposite of you, Carolyn. Okay. So what I want to say to that is first of all, those contradictions aren't helping you make any solid decisions or forward movement. So I don't want to add more conflicting advice about like, here are the best opportunities for a small business right now. Cause that's not the way to guide. Cause I don't know who's listening. I don't know what your circumstances are. And so my advice to you is just figure out what's right for you. And only you, like if something doesn't resonate, don't listen to it. And so that's what I've been doing with my long-term clients and a handful of clients who have come to me specifically because this is my specialty um, is helping people figure out like what is right for you. So I'll give you an example. I've got um, a client who is a career coach specifically for college grads or grads who have been out five years or less. And yeah. she does private and group settings. And, you know, there's tons of job turmoil out there. You know, internships have been canceled. Job offers have been rescinded. You know, like, <laughs> whoa. And people have been laid off. And so what we did is we looked at her entire body of work and said, what is one thing? What is one key thing that every grad or every job hunter needs? 
and and we've looked identified one thing that's a building block for everything else she does and created it as a standalone offer so it's something she can offer that's at a much smaller price point but then it builds no like and trust it gives them forward motion and then some of those people will go into her more expensive private coaching or her you know pricier private coaching and she's been doing it in ways that she hasn't promoted before and the response has been incredible but if she were like if if she listened to the person who said nope just like just keep selling just keep doing what you're doing it would not have worked for her and i think it's just so important to to tune in and and it's also like a lot of people i've talked to have the people I've talked to, I feel who are in the best mental space are the ones who are really tuning in to what makes sense for them. They may not know how to implement it or bring it to life, which is what I'm for, but they've been re like, I feel like the people who are in the best place are taking the time to center themselves and really think about what's best for them. I love that. Yeah. So that's the first thing, you know, figure out what's right for you. That's a mindset reset. Don't like, don't let all that conflicting advice F up your, your brain. So um, the second thing is I think a lot of people have pulled back in investments, but there are people out there spending money. I'm one of them. <laughs> I have spent a lot of money in the past 60 days and it hasn't been desperation money. It's been like, oh, okay, I need this. I need that. And based on what I have figured out makes sense for me. And so people are spending money on more than Clorox wipes and Charmin and canned goods, you know? Um, and I think that there's like, you've probably heard or read about this effect, like kind of that um, stampede effect where you go to Costco and you know, it's like, yeah, let's go to Costco and stock up. And then you're like, oh my gosh, that, that person has a cart full of of paper towels. We, do we need paper towels? No, we don't need paper towels. Well, let's get some anyway. You know, it's like, <laughs> like we're, we're doing things that aren't all rational. And, um, then if that starts spilling over into your business where someone's like, Oh, Carla, I was going to work with you, but you know, I, yeah, I was going to have you do food shoots or like something like that. And that, but now we don't want you to, or we don't need you to. And you're like, like you might start to be like, Oh shit. Or someone starts like people start asking for a refund. Yeah. All of a sudden, our crazy behavior starts to spill over to our own businesses. And it's like, oh, yeah. whoa. But I know that we don't want to perpetuate the cycle of contraction. Like, that is not what we want. That's not how a small business survives. And I really believe that we need to, as small business owners, need to continue supporting other small business owners um, because it's a cycle of life thing. And so rather than spending a whole bunch of time looking for where can I cut, where can I do, like, obviously you want to make sure that your family is fed and that you aren't going to get evicted and like all the, well, that can't happen at least in, you know, our area. Right. Um, but the, the better way to invest your time, attention and energy is what are ways I can get the cash and energy flowing again? Not how can I cut like, if that hasn't been done that, you know, okay, quickly, but what are ways I can get this done? And I mean, I have a book coach client. She's a book coach and she had, I mean, one of her clients who bought from her about 30 days, maybe two to four weeks into the pandemic is an ER doctor. He paid her, I think $15,000. Oh, 
Oh my goodness. I mean, he doesn't even know if he's going to be like, obviously his odds of contracting are huge and having like are much higher than those of us quarantining at home. Right. Yeah. And so I think not to sound morbid, but I think some people were like, I, I need to hold back because what if I die and I can't, like, it sounds ridiculous, yeah. but I think there's some truth to that. Cause I know I had the thought initially. And, um, I think it's just really important to keep going and keep putting one foot in front of the other. It doesn't have to be panic. It doesn't have to be stampede effect. It doesn't have to be a desperate move but you need to keep moving. So that's my second tip. Is that, are we good on that one? Any questions? I love it. And I'm like absorbing this information as we go along too. All right, good. Um, The third thing I want to talk about is that hustling does not have to be a part of any new normal that comes from this. I mean, I think a lot of people were so used to hustling our faces off. I grew up with a workaholic dad and I became a workaholic myself. And last year in 2019, some things happened in my life where I was like, uh-uh, done, yeah. just done. And there was a lot of stuff that went with that that felt very awkward and very foreign. And so it was like, it was really tough, but I'm, it prepared me for this um, because the instinct is like, what do I do? What do I do? Like, I've got to, I've got to make stuff happen. I've got to, you know, bring home the bacon and um, you don't have to, you've got a business that was running just fine before this happened. And, you know, I know everyone wanted business to go on as loose as usual, but here we are sitting in this, you know, as extras on a, you know, sci-fi thriller being filmed right now. It's like, here we are. Here we are. Um, we're not going to get IMDb credits for it, but that's pretty much what's happening. And things keep developing so quickly. You know, it's like this big swing all the time and, and months feel like decades and days feel like minutes and like nothing makes sense. I feel like I'm living in Las Vegas and I haven't seen fresh, you know, daylight or fresh air for so long. You know how you just get lost in time when you're in Vegas. Um, And so everyone has had to make some tough decisions with very little to go on except your gut or your intuition. And I'm, everybody's done their best. Everyone's done a damn good job, but that feeling of uncertainty doesn't need to create a hustle. You don't have to be hustling more than you want to be. And, 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 um, things we all know aren't going to go back to normal. They're just not, you know, we thought we'd be in, um, shelter in place for two weeks and it's now going on two and a half months. Yeah. So take back of the con- things, take back control of the things that you can. It doesn't have to be the hustle and the things that you can are your thoughts and actions. And this, you know, this is our flip the thought stuff, Carla, that yeah. it was so game changing for you. Um, and so just a little advice on how to take back your thoughts and actions. If you find yourself having catastrophic thinking or just negative thinking of any sort, um, for me, affirmations aren't really the thing. Like they just, 
feel very empty. But if I can say, God, this whole COVID thing sucks so bad. Like, let's just say that's my thought. What if I flip that thought and say, you know what? There's some good in what's been going on with COVID. And then your mind starts thinking like, oh, well, what's the good that's gone on with this? Well, I've gotten closer with my family. I've gotten to see my kid take her first steps. I have gotten closer with my husband. I've decided I don't want to be with my husband. Why did I put up with him for so long? Like there's good that comes in all of it. And so if you can flip the thought, taking the negative and saying, what would the opposite be of that? It starts to create possibilities and then you can take action based on those new thoughts. Is that a good way to describe it based on your experience of it? Yes, it's completely. And, and I, you know, I love the physical part of this. I like, I have a vision board that's in my living room that has some things that I've worked on because I took infinite possibilities with you. Mm -hmm. And I like to see that physical reminder. Actually, I was looking at it this morning earlier and just like absorbing like those positive thoughts and those positive thoughts around, I have little ones, it's chaotic with them. I have a business, I have, you know, I have a partner, I have a home, like all of those things. So it can be literally anything. And if you feel like you need to have, and I, and I will put this out there, if you feel like you need to have no cards and this is what they teach in, in infinite possibilities, like put those stack in your kitchen mm-hmm. and literally write them out. And if you don't have no cards, take some pieces of paper, cut them up and like, or put it on your fridge. Like mm-hmm. there's definite ways to bring positive thinking. And I will say this, Carolyn, having that hang like my kids can't read right now but i have pictures on that board my kids can see that like they absorb that Mm -hmm. my partner absorbs that information Mm -hmm. and i and that's just like the feeling that i have that by me being positive not that we need to be positive at all times but by me bringing positivity to my life it spills out into other people's yeah yeah Well, and I do like what I, you know, I'm not on Instagram a lot, but what I see of what you do on Instagram and how you really have created a sense of leadership and community and inclusivity and like, it's so beautiful and it's because you're positive. And I know some amazing opportunities have come your way because you attracted them through that. And so it's, it works. It works. And again, it's not just like the false, like, it's not saying, you know, on one side of the card, I'm fat and ugly. And the other side, I'm, you know, like skinny and beautiful or slim and beautiful. Like it could, I suppose, but it's the, it's just, I I think it's, I, I think it's the two sides of the card that make the difference. If it was just the one side of just the positive, I think I'd feel like it wasn't true, but there's something about finding the possibility in, in flipping the thoughts. So that's, it's so powerful. It's so powerful. If anybody has questions about this, they can always send me a DM on Instagram because I, I live this philosophy every single day. Yeah, you do. You do. Um, okay. We've got two more. Why don't we run through those real quickly? Um, the fourth thing I want to talk about is if, 
if anyone's still in that place of feeling like, oh my God, when is this going to end? And am I going to make it out the other side and all of that? Just remember, you've gotten out of shitholes before. Like you just have. And, you know, I think I've been through three downturns in the 17 plus years I've been in business. This is my fourth. Okay. All right. You know, I've had months where I've made no money month after month after month. And, you know, it's just, like we've all gotten out of stuff like this. Most of us have not gotten through a pandemic before, but you will get out of this. So you're not living under a rock. You know that the world is changing. The rules are changing. Um, and you might find yourself second guessing everything you thought you knew about your business in the world because of that. And, and, but the thing here's what's beautiful is you also have ideas all of us always have so many ideas for what the next evolution might be. But under the circumstances, it's possible that you're trying to hang on to any kind of familiarity or security that you once had, but it doesn't fit in today's environment. But we still cling to it because we think it's safe. We think it's secure. Um, and, and then there's also this maybe not being able to clearly see how to make the right things happen without feeling like my dad in my mom's garden, like trampling all, all over everything that was growing, you know, his like huge feet, just like boom, boom, boom. Um, so you want to be clear about your do this, then that strategy, like that has to be a part of this. But then often what happens along with that is, you know, what if I offend somebody? What if it's, what if it's not the right time? What if I become irrelevant? And those are the questions that can start bouncing around in your head at three in the morning and sure, put yourself back to sleep with our little sleep hack. Um, but it doesn't change the fact that there are people listening to this who are worried about making a misstep. And so that leads to my fifth point, which is, this shakeup, this reset is a chance to reconsider everything we've done, everything we're doing and everything we want to do going forward. I'm making changes in my business that I hadn't considered a week ago. And I do this for people. Like, this is what I do. And I just kind of was going along with this is what I do. This is what I do. And I'll probably still keep doing that stuff. But I'm like, I'm spending more time just thinking about what are the possibilities. And, and I believe it's such an amazing opportunity to just think what else is possible instead of mourning what we don't have anymore. What else is possible? What does this, what possibilities does this create? And that includes the way we do business, the way we do life. And the, here's what's interesting though, is everyone like just kind of does their thing so naturally and effortlessly and, you know, been strutting your stuff for a long time. But when there's a shakeup like this, especially if things have slowed down, like I talked to one of my friends yesterday, who's a multiple six figure business owner, former client of mine. Um, She's like, Carol, and I haven't booked any new business in two months. And I mean, that's, that's a long time to not book any business. And it, you can get to a point where you forget how awesome you are if things have slowed down that much. And then it's as if you've forgotten every amazing thing you've ever done and everything you've ever accomplished and you become blind to your own genius. 
But I want to remind you that you do have your reputation on your side. You have experience, you have street cred, like it's there. And this is your chance to dig into this deep well of intellectual capital that you have and reshape it and be the leader. It's not like you have to go out and invent some big new thing. It's just like taking the things that you've done and looking at what's, a, what's adjacent to that. How could I combine these three things and create this other thing? How could I peel something out of this big thing? Like it's such a great way to be a leader in all of this. And, and part of that is involves you getting clear about what makes you unshakably you. What is it about you that makes you you? And so take stock of all your assets. Look at all the skills and the experience and the value that you've developed over the years that have led to serving in this moment because now is the time to get clear about what you can offer the world that we're becoming so that you make the greatest impact as we move forward. So that's what I've got for you. <laughs> I love it so much because it gives people, it keeps people a lot of ownership about this. Yeah. And I think that that's something that at least the way that I'm seeing it, it's like we gave away control and it's a way that we can have control. Like mm -hmm. having control over our thoughts, our business or work in the world or whatever we do. Mm -hmm. And also like owning all of the things that we've done in the past. I recently did a resume. Um, I want to say I did it in March, just before this happened. Mm -hmm. And I was doing a resume and I was like, Oh my goodness, I have accomplished so much since, because I have one that dates all the way back since college, and I just kind of just add to it, I add to it, and I add to it, and I add to it, and, um, and yeah, so I, I was doing some things for my website, and I was like, the amount of experience that I have is insane, mm -hmm. and I don't think that we... It literally could be like a 20 minute exercise. Someone like sit down and like, it doesn't have to be professional. It could be personal and just like write for like, even if it's 10 minutes, mm -hmm. like all of the things, like, could you imagine like your list? Well, and I think that is such great advice. And I remember going through a similar experience when I was going through a big shift in business about 10 years ago. And it was really hard for me to see kind of the through line and all of that. And it really took having someone who was objective looking at it and saying, whoa, 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 whoa. Do you realize that you belong here? Like, and I'll give you an example of that. I was just in the city one day last week working in my garden. My neighbor poked his head over the fence and um, we've known each other a couple years, but we don't know each other well. And he said, um, yeah, you're like, a, a, we were talking about how's business. I knew he had lost his job and he was asking me how he knew I had my own business. And he goes, you're like, you're like an empowerment coach for women, right? And I go, well, yeah. I said, you know, I do business strategy to empower women, but I'd never really 
like would never call myself an empowerment coach. And so then I started thinking like people always say to me, you're a motivational speaker. Like people who don't know me just say you're a motivational speaker, right? You're this, you're this. And I've started noticing the through line in that the feedback people get when they see me or hear me, they're not going, Oh, you're a strategic business coach, right? That's not what they're saying. It's the people who just like are fringe. And I think it's really important then to listen to that outside perception and then say, okay, of all the stuff I've done, what's a fun way to put that together? Like how do how do I want that to be a part? You know, it's not like I'm going to become a, a paid keynote speaker in the middle of this since people aren't meeting, but there are so many things I can do with that stuff. And so I just think it's, I think it's really important to observe our own stuff. And then also if you can find someone who can see you deeply without I think it's really hard to have a family member or a best friend or like they're nice, but they still have their own filter. I, like if you can find one person who can really see you, um, it's worth doing that. Um, it's just, it's, it's worth taking that step because that can open up a lot of possibilities. I love this. I love this conversation. We could talk for days. Always. Always. I would love, so usually when I ask these questions, I say, I would love for people to continue this conversation. I know that you're not on Instagram all the time, but you are. And I would love them to tag us. So if they do any of these exercises, even if it's just personally and sending me a DM or sending you a DM and just say, Hey, I, I listened to this podcast and I actually did something from it because this is the reason that I created the questions and the tips for people and the actionable items so that when they listen to the podcast, whoever this is listening, they can take this and put this into their real life. And these tips that you mentioned, it doesn't matter where you work. It doesn't matter if you're a small business owner. It doesn't matter if you're, you've lost your job, if you stay at home, like it doesn't matter. You can really take stock of these things. So mm -hmm. I would love for them to tag us. I'm at chef Carla underscore C and I'm going to have you give them all your details because if people want to work with you, um, your website, all those things. Okay. One thing I want to say is, well, everything if you know how to spell my first and last name, which isn't easy, so I will spell it, that's where you find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Facebook for Business, um, and my website. Um, so that's Carolyn Herforth, at Carolyn Herforth or carolynherforth.com, spelled C-A-R-O-L-Y-N, and Herforth is H-E-R-F as in Frank, U-R-T-H, carolynherforth.com. Um, and I have a program. I, I want to give a very specific, tactical, practical thing people can do. Perfect. So I have a, a program called Unshakable. And it's all about helping you un, um, understand, articulate, and own your value. And one of the exercises that, because 
if you're out there kind of doing your thing in the world and you're like, yeah, we can do, you know, three, like if you're not, if you don't really understand what your ideal client cares about and you're just kind of running off at the mouth talking about all the amazing things you do, but they're not connecting or landing with your potential client, it's tough for them to understand how you can really help them. So Unshakable helps you uh, communicate who you are and really own it and what you can do for others. And so one of the exercises in Unshakable is literally sit down and it's kind of what you do, did with your resume, Carla, is just brag yourself up. What are the amazing things you've done? Like cool things. They don't always have, even all have to be work or professionally related. It could be, you know, I have walked the, you know, AIDS walk for 17 years, every year for 17 years. And I've raised this much money. Like it could be so many different things, but like those accomplishments, big and little. And like you said, you could sit down and do it for 10 minutes. You know, just, you don't have to do it all at once, but just sit down and look at the, the body of all the things that you've done that are so amazing. And don't be afraid to brag yourself up because once you start looking at that, and then if you can kind of zoom in with the details and then zoom out, you might start to see like, Oh God, I had so much fun when I did those AIDS walks. And then, you know, that year I couldn't do it because my foot hurt. I volunteered instead. And that was really fun. And I had like, all of a sudden those things start to come together in, in, you may start to look at yourself a little more objectively if you can just let yourself brag yourself up a little bit. And there are all sorts of things that I teach you to do with that in Unshakable, but that's a really, really great starting point um, for where we are in the world right now. I love that you mentioned that because I literally was thinking about revisiting Unshakable this week. Oh, that's, oh, you have it. Good. Awesome. <laughs> I don't remember who has what. So yeah. it's okay. But I literally, so we're on the same wavelength. Cause I was literally thinking, I was like, you know what? I just might run through unshakable. You know what I can do? Um, I hadn't thought of this, so I'll do it before you air this. We'll set up a coupon code in case anybody wants it. I think the program's 97 or something. And we'll do a coupon code. Um, how about if we do chef Carla as a coupon code and yeah. people can get it for half off. So like, awesome. Thank you so much. Bucks or under 50 bucks, something like that. So let me, I'll do chef Carla. Um, I'll just make sure my team gets that done. <laughs> I'll put that, I'll put that in the show notes. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Thank you so much for being on. I appreciate you. I love you. I adore you. You know, this, um, please go, go to Carolyn's website. And if you're interested in any of the things that we talked about and you can invest in Unshakable, do it. I will put the information in the show notes. Again, I'm at Chef Carla underscore C on Instagram. That's where I hang out most. You can always send me a DM. I'm available. I have a couple of different programs. Everything is on Instagram and on my website, carlacontreras.com. And wherever you're listening to this podcast, please rate, review, subscribe, send it to your friends, put it in a carrier pigeon, like whatever you got to do to put this information out there, because I believe that it's very helpful. I'm sending you and your love, you and yours love. And thank you, Carolyn. 
Thank you. Absolutely. Bye, everybody.